Are you going to start a podcast? I will. Do it. If you help me. I'll help you. Okay. Welcome to another episode of Ambitious. I'm your host, Ammon Clough, your ambitious host, and I'm sitting here with my good friend, Marge DeZeus. You said it right. Marjorie. I am doing wonderful. How are you? I'm also wonderful. It's so nice to be here in your house. And well, I love it's your... It's good to have you. I love your hair. Thank you. And is that wrap like attached to the hair? Or... Yeah. Oh, like it's it a whole it. lesson. I'll give your wife a lesson maybe. How many wigs do you have? I don't know. I lost count. Maybe over 12. Do you have your own hair? Like do you grow hair? I don't grow it anymore. I just cut it. Just shave oh. it off every time it grows. I don't oh. need it. I have all these stuff that I can, you know, experience, like all these hairstyle, black women hairstyle. So I don't need my own hair. Well, I love it. <laughs> I think it's great. <laughs> Thank you. So Marge and I met, well, we went to the same church. We were in the same we ward did. for a while. Like what, nine, eight years ago? Seven, yeah, seven, seven years ago? yeah. And... Then I moved away to Portland, then to St. George, and then moved back. And you had all these kids all of a sudden. I only have two kids. <laughs> Why are you making it sound like I have a van of kids? <laughs> That's true. You have two kids. We, no, no, no judgment with people who have a van of kids. I love kids. I love. Yeah. Actually, my dream was to have eight kids. I wanted. Is to that have still eight your kids. ambitious dream? I want to adopt right now. I think I don't want to get pregnant anymore. Oh, why? Because I have complicated, hard pregnancies. I guess it's kind of a personal question. Right? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, I'm fine. I'm very open-minded. Yeah, so Marge and I have, uh, we actually are, I, I guess, co-workers now. Mm-hmm. Would you call it? Yes, we do. We're we collaborators. Are. We're creative collaborators. I video a lot of her work. She's a musician, a performer. Are you a dancer too or not really? Uh, in my dream. <laughs> A dream dancer. <laughs> yes. So you're you're. A, how would you describe yourself? Just a, a a singer and a performer. I'm a brainwasher. Like I can brainwash people to be to think that they can do anything they want in their uh, lives. So okay, well but that's great for my audience. What I do is I am a singer performer. I perform professionally. I get paid to sing. Nice, <laughs> right? Yeah. And if you're getting paid, that's professional. <laughs> And I, uh, I also train aspiring singers and performers. So I do have the art of singing um, with Marge. I train uh, singers and kids and adult uh, to sing at mm-hmm. my studio, my home studio in Midville. Do you refer to yourself in the third person? Marge Dizius trains people. Marge Dizius. Well, is that's a the name. Like, if somebody want to follow it, it's yeah. it's I know, art of singing with Marge. <laughs> that's, that's the name. And I like your motto. Your motto. The music for a purpose. Music for a purpose. Yeah. yeah. Every time that I go to one of your so confession. Mm-hmm. There's been a couple of events I've gone to with you that I've been filming where I have cried. Aww. <laughs> where I'm sitting behind the camera filming and I I shed a few I tears. I didn't know that. Yeah. Aww. Like when we did the one for Operation Underground Railroad, uh-huh. cried at that one. Um, when you were talking about the kids in Haiti mm-hmm. uh, for that, the one we did with, what was his name? Os- Osmond. Okay, David Osmond. David Osmond, we did that one. When you were raising money for the children in Haiti, mm-hmm. cried during that one. During your okay. speech, not during your singing. I Sometimes you're singing, I do. But cry, I guess. You just I'm have sorry. such a, a powerful presence. Like you're a confident, powerful, strong woman who commands the attention of the room. I mean, that those are your words. You command you. the attention of the room. And you well, really David energy. Osmond, actually, the first time we met for rehearsal, he said, I think Marge is in charge. <laughs> I don't know if that's a good thing, yeah, he, but every time we that. see each other, he's like, I tell you, Marge is in charge. And it rhymes. So it's so I, fun. I I don't want to be seen at, seen as this um, you know like commanding person, but if I am doing something, I want to make sure that people understand, people know what it is, and and people know that you know um, it's not only our perspective that 
exist in this world. There's like many, like I can look at a glass of water and just think, oh, it's just a glass of water. And somebody else see a glass of water and just be like, oh my God, somebody give me that glass of water. I'm mm. thirsty, mm. right? Yeah, That's so precious to me. So all of us see the world differently. So I have been through, you know, I've seen it all. I've lived in all kind of conditions. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I kind of like help people understand and be more grateful and more present when they're doing something, which mm-hmm. is what people see as, oh, yeah, I, you know, kind of mm-hmm. like command yeah, the room. I, <laughs> I see that in you. I, I started working with you when I was pretty new in my mm-hmm. photography and videography business. And you were always like, you have a real talent. Ammon. You do. You have real talent. You need to be more confident. You need to be charging more. Yeah. And you connected me with more people inside of your community, more musicians, more. I mean, I met Brittany, the, the dancer, mm-hmm. because of you. Brittany from... Brittany Provo, Andam. Brittany yeah. Andam from you. And I've gotten a lot of work through you. And so you helped me have a, a new level of confidence in my work and just in me as a person. I'm I see glad. you bring that to a lot of people. Because you, you are. I mean, some people just do something. Oh, they just need the money and they do it. But some people, you can when you can see their creativity, they, their passion, and they just love doing it. It's like a dancer. Dancers are like amazing to me because they just dance they just dance to be free Mm -hmm. and you see that passion even if they don't get paid which is not a good thing you know if you're hiring somebody please pay them (laughs) but they have that passion i do (laughs) i do love to see that in people and sometimes they don't see it in in themselves right they don't they think oh i don't think people will like it or too many people are doing it or I felt like I was kind of like that when I first started. Mm-hmm. Did you see that in me? A little bit of yes, like... Yes, I did. Because, you you know, when you see somebody there doing this amazing job and you see people who have like millions of followers are doing exactly the same or they are doing worse. And you're like, <laughs> you're doing better than people that are, you know, having like 10 million of followers. Well, you're thanks. taking your time. You're passionate about it. And sometimes you have to tell people that so they can see mm-hmm. see it in themselves, you know? Right. So. Well, yeah, I think that your your confidence, your personality is very contagious. So working around you has helped me to well, thank kind you. of adapt, that means a lot adopt to me. that. I, you know what? Sometimes I'm, I get scared that my friends would like run away from me because I talk them into doing something too much or... Oh, and they get scared. They and get, they... Yeah. <laughs> like some of my friends are always like, okay, why? when are you doing this? Like, why are you not doing this? <laughs> you know it's because I... you ignite a fire in some people and yeah. some people just can't handle the motivation. Yeah. So my husband and I have this thing. If we are talking to each other about something, we have to first say, so do you want my advice or you just want me to listen? Mm, I love that. <laughs> I love that. Because if he doesn't say that, I'm going to be like, well, how about you do this? How about maybe you can try this? Because you can do this. And he feel like, okay, like calm down. Yeah. Sometimes you're not ready for it. Sometimes you just want to be heard. And that's important too. And sometimes I want people to hear me too. Or I want people to tell me, what do you think? Like, what do you think would be better? You Mm -hmm. know? Yeah, for sure. So we kind of like set the stage before we talk about anything. Do you just want me to listen now? Or do you want me to give you advice? Oh, so you set the stage before you before talk. Before we talk. So not okay, like, I'm going to tell you something. Okay. Don't give me advice. <laughs> Don't tell me anything. Just listen. Or say, yes, I understand that. Or I'm sorry. You know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's great. You should, yeah. We should talk about marriage more. Right. Maybe after the podcast. Because for this podcast, I want to focus on you and your life and like mm-hmm. a linear flow of who Marge Desius is, where you came from, where you are now, and where you see yourself going, specifically in your music for a purpose, your brand, Marge Desius. Yeah. Well, I am originally from Haiti, grew up there. Um, My dad took off when I was six, so I didn't grow up with a dad figure. Um, And my whole community was kind of like the similar situation. And I uh, grew up in Baptist church, so we would sing all the time. I was in the Baptist kids choir and grew up and be in the youth choir. And mm-hmm. then I was the leader in a gospel choir for adult. So you've been in choir so your whole life. Been, yeah, gospel Did you have any style. male role models, male mentors in your life? Yes. And his name is Elise. 
he is, he actually <laughs> built his own guitar when he was, I think we were like eight, nine, and he actually sounded legit. We would just write music on this guitar mm -hmm. and we just use whatever, you know, out of trash, just cans and he built it mm. and taught himself. He's from Haiti. How to play the guitar. Yeah, of course. All of my friends were Haitian. Hey, I'm your friend. <laughs> I'm when I was Asian. little. <laughs> and guess what? Now he's like one of the biggest producers in New Jersey. Oh, nice. Yeah, he taught himself. I've never heard of him. Everything. I know. So we he was my mentor. He we would do music. We would work on music all the time, grow up. Um, Is he the same age as you? Um, I think probably two years older. Okay. Or three. So we uh That's the way it was. And then I went to college. My mom put me in this. Um, in Haiti, in, you went to college? In Haiti. Okay. I went to, uh, I did my high school in an English school in Haiti. So my mother, what she did to be able to afford that, because it was a school that was $150 US per month. That's a lot of money, like for oh, Haitians. What's the Haitian Haiti. currency? <laughs> um, good. So that would what's probably be good. It's called good? Yeah. Oh, I thought... G-O-U-R-D-E. <laughs> not good like G-O-O-D. I thought you were just saying, yeah, the Haitian, the Haitian currency is good. It was called good. So G-O-U-R-D-E. Oh. And you add the S if it's a lot oh, okay. of goods. Is the, is the exchange rate Oh, yeah. Bad? So a $100 here probably like uh, $1,500. Oh, okay. So it's a lot. Huh. So, so that's so a lot of money. Is that when you learned English was in high school? Well, I grew up listening to Whitney Houston, Michael Jackson, oh, okay. oh no, like yeah. singing like Celine Dion and so singing you like all American these music. You know what we used to do actually? We used to write the English sound in Creole so uh -huh. we could learn <laughs> English songs. <laughs> Isn't well, that amazing? You do that a lot now though too. You sing a lot in Creole, but it's like yeah. kind of mixed. Yes. Some of your songs. Yes, are but I tell you that I didn't speak English when I was little, but I would write the phonics of English yeah. oh, in Creole. Okay. Oh. When I was learning English. Just because you wanted to I wanted be to like sing. the American singers yeah. and so I was like English? always this glamorous wannabe singer. So we would, I would take oranges, like we had a lot of orange trees, mm. and stick it in like mango sticks for my mic. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love it. the yeah. imagination behind that. <laughs> I know. So I didn't grow up around, you know, like I can take voice lesson or piano lessons or things like that. You just yeah. make it work. You feel yeah. that, that you need to sing, you make it work, mm -hmm. you know? Every day we would throw our own concerts, like my cousins and yeah. my brother. That's cool. <laughs> and sing a lot. So I that's how that. it all started. And I uh, went to college and for actually becoming an interpreter, English and French interpreter. So after I did my high school in an American school mm -hmm. that my mom had to work and uh, return to pay. So she worked at my school and never get paid because I oh. was there. Oh, wow. I know, right? So Wait, she wasn't getting paid because you went to school Yeah, because there? she didn't have, like, her payment was me. Oh, Because I, I was in that school. Oh, okay. So she didn't have to pay for you to go to school. Yeah. But she also wasn't getting paid herself. Yeah. So she just worked. Uh, okay. Right? She made a lot of sacrifices. Wow, that's a huge sacrifice for I a mother know, to do that. I know. She just, yeah, she and really. I met your mom. I yeah, met you, your did. Mom. you did. You did. great. She, um, she just really just give it all so we could have yeah. the good education and not be, you know, like, choosing what we wanted. So yeah. if it wasn't for that, I wouldn't be in the U.S. because um, in 2007, I won this um, competition to study in Vermont uh, mm -hmm. English uh, as a second language, like academic English. Mm. It was like a three-month program, and a lot of students, uh, you know, applied, and I, I took the test, and I was one of the 12 <laughs> Oh, really? I know. One of the 12, it was an exchange uh, program. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. So I'm so grateful for her. And then, yeah, I went back and studied um, interpretation. Mm -hmm. And I was doing music off and on, you know, singing off and on. But it was in my, you know how something is burning inside of you? Like, that's what I'm supposed yeah, to just, do. It was your purpose from the beginning. Yeah, you kind of just knew. I'm, yeah. I'm envious of that because I don't feel like I've ever, I don't know. I never had something that was like, I know this is what I need to do from a really young age like mm -hmm. you did. 
I mean, I had an imagination and I would, you know, mess around with my camera when I was a kid, like my mm-hmm. parents' big, huge <laughs> you know, camera. You know, those huge cameras. Yeah, and I would flip it and turn it on myself and record. <laughs> I was vlogging when I was eight. That's good. But it wasn't something that I was like, this could be a career for me, like mm. making videos. Because back then, I feel like music singing, like taking pictures, like were not the big thing, you yeah, know? There, you Everybody, had Whitney Houston, Michael Jackson, right? there's people doing it. Yeah. But back when I was making videos that were there weren't like there wasn't youtube yeah, there wasn't yeah. anybody I and mean, there wasn't was a big it was just all traditionals hollywood mm-hmm. i didn't really want to be an actor or a director i just wanted to i have the entrepreneur i feel like it was something in you you just didn't know the definition of it yeah yet. or that it was a possibility to yeah. do it for a living i know yeah because everybody wanted you to be like you know like a doctor or a lawyer yeah or something. <laughs> so i've kind of bounced around like do i want to be yeah like a, a psychologist do i want to mm-hmm. be a teacher so you can make you know, lots of money yeah. and stuff like that. But none of it, I just didn't fit in anywhere. Mm-hmm. I wasn't, I couldn't find that place I belonged until, yeah. Yeah. until I, now, I guess. I feel like some people are still like that. Some of our youth are still this way. So that's how music started for me. And mm-hmm. when I moved here, that was my goal. I was like, you know what? I'm going to have the opportunity now. I will, I will do it. I want to do it. And I came here, you know, finding all these incredible people who inspire me and Mm -hmm. we went through a lot of hardship and when you were in the u.s when i moved here what year was that uh 2012 so so you were in your 20s yeah yeah i got married my 25 and then we moved here i don't even know what that is so you got married in haiti yeah and then you and your husband moved up here and then started having kids yeah, here. I came here pregnant with Jamie, actually. Oh, my okay. first. <laughs> yeah. So we started nice. going to UVU, and we were international students trying to figure out how things work. Mm-hmm. And um, Was it yeah. a shock? Had you ever been here before? Um, well, I got my culture shock when I was in Vermont in that program. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> What'd you think of the Americans, <laughs> the East Coast Americans? <laughs> oh, Americans. I love you all. Do you like the West Coast better? Um, it wasn't, I don't know. I get like, it, it kind of prepared me to be here, but I saw more black people there definitely. In, in Vermont. In Vermont than here. Yeah. And uh, that college was huge. St. Michael College is big. Like it's a little neighborhood, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. And I feel like there's a nice like Haitian community here in, in Salt Lake though. Yeah. Don't you think? There is, there is, yeah, it's growing and, and I'm, I'm so proud of them because they're all doing amazing things and mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's incredible. actually, I'm meeting with one of your friends, Gloria. Oh, Gloria. Yeah. yeah. She reached Gloria out to me. Gloria is, I think Gloria is somewhere from Africa, Ghana. I don't want to do that. I think it's Ghana. Ghana. She's, she hired me for like a African wedding ceremony. Ooh, that's going to be fun. Yeah. You're going to eat some good food. It's the day before Easter. And you're going to dance. Yeah. It's it's really uplifting and fun. Yeah, and I'm excited. Yeah. You're going to have some So you've time. introduced me into that community. Yeah. I'm actually kind of a big part of the community. That's awesome. Like whenever I go to your events, people see me and they're like, hey, yeah, man, how's it going? They always, good. they know who I am. And so that's good. It makes me feel that's good. good. I love to gather people. I love to... Um, you know, bring people together and have fun and for a great cause or mm-hmm. just for fun, you know. Mm-hmm. So that's good. Yeah, you're a good host. <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so you moved to the U.S. in 2012 mm-hmm. and to Utah. Yeah. Why did you choose Utah? Just because... Um, I chose Utah because I met... Uh, at, actually, Utah chose me. <laughs> oh. I didn't choose Utah. <laughs> I met this wonderful family um, after the earthquake... Um, oh, the 2010? Yeah, the, the one yeah. that we survived. Mm-hmm. And um, what was that became like? good friend. Oh, the earthquake. You want me to talk about the earthquake? Oh, Just okay. quickly. He wants me to cry. <laughs> well, it was it was a, a day like today, actually. It was kind of foggy, and we were trying to, we were getting ready to go to school. I went to JP's house. It was my birth boyfriend back then. We were actually fiance. We were like planning engaged. our wedding, engaged. And um we i remember that day we we actually sat kneeled down and said a prayer because we wanted to get clarity about our wedding and mm. job and all this stuff we were kind of scared you know we're like getting married so we prayed it was like 12 days after the new 11 days after the new year's so um we got to school uh he went his way doing his thing and i went and talked to my friends and then sat on a class and that's when 
the earth started shaking like like I literally was on a boat that was yeah that was sinking yeah yeah I didn't even know what it was because in Haiti we actually don't have earthquake drills or you know we don't do that Mm -hmm. which I think we should maybe that's something that's a program I need to start (laughs) in Haiti I think you've got a lot on your plate already (laughs) (laughs) but you know we can never do enough yeah for the world right yeah so I uh just remember grabbing a fans that was separating our class with another one and grabbing a what like there was like a big iron fan I don't even know like something like that what do they call these? A banister? Yeah. Like on your wrist. So it's just like an iron there's fan? There's one. Yeah, there was one that it, that was in that class that I was, like all the way through the ceiling with oh. a big door, with mm-hmm. a big like um, gate, I want to call so it. So you're in a school? Yeah. Happened? I was in school. I was in that room. And mm-hmm. I, I really, it was a miracle that everybody in my class made it and that class made it. And as we were out, we made it outside and you see other kids running with part of their face falling off and people stuck and it was it was terrible and you can't even see anything because it felt like it was a rain of dust so foggy you can't see anything and wondering like what just happened like Mm -hmm. what is this you know yeah how long did it last oh my gosh simmed forever because but usually the earthquakes are like just a couple seconds, right? Yeah, but I think that one was a straight eight seconds. That's long. Yeah. That is long. And it's pretty historical. Like it was it was oh devastating to oh, that, yeah. Over to the 200,000 people died and thousands are left, you know, diesible, yeah. no house, no families. January 2010? Yeah. I was on my mission then January 12. in Arizona. Yeah, so it was a world record of earthquake destruction. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you and your whole family so survived. So we survived that, thank goodness. And, you know, but the moment that caught me the most, that's when I was like, okay, that's it. Like, we survived this. There's no way I'm going to mm-hmm. be um, take life for granted. You know, if mm-hmm. I want to do something, I'm going to do it. Yeah. When and your I life is not. threatened like that, it yes, kind of makes you want to yes. pursue. Even, you... even getting married to JP, because we were planning for like 12 months ahead. Uh-huh. We got married like the next month. Oh, <laughs> so you were engaged for like a year already? No, no, no. We were going to be engaged for a year oh. by the time we get married. <laughs> so you're like, hey, let's just get married before <laughs> yes. in case this earthquake comes back. Yeah, we're doing it. We're doing this nice. now. <laughs> nice. So, so as LDS, you know, we wanted to do like the ceiling thing. So we was there a temple in Haiti? There was not. So you have to travel. You have oh. to travel to the Dominican Republic. So we got that done. Is it hard to cross that border? Well, you at least need by now. Maybe you need about five hundred or seven hundred dollars US to get your passport, get your so visa, that's like, and get your traveling going. You know, so that's like a couple thousand. Mm-hmm. In good, oh yeah, good, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> couple thousands. So. Jeez. That's so, so that's when, when you got married was I in met, the Dominican? Yeah, we got married at the Dominican Republic temple. Cool. So that's when after the earthquake, when I saw that I made it, that's when I thought, you know, I need to stand up and rise up for the people who didn't. Mm-hmm. You know, with my English, I could help a lot. And GP and I said, okay, we're going to do it. We started um, working with the uh, peop- a lot of people from Utah coming to help, which I was so grateful for. I'm like, why would anybody yeah. leave their country, their office, their fancy mm-hmm. doctor office and come to this mess to help my own people? And that, that really, um, I, I felt so grateful for that. So I said, I need to just, you know, shake it off and help them do their job. Mm-hmm. And JP and I started interpreting and JP was their driver. And cool. Um, that's how I met. So you got involved with the humanitarian efforts? Mm-hmm. And a lot, a lot of, of people, people were from Utah? From Utah. Oh, cool. So two of them. Um, still a great friend of mine now um talked to me into well now what are you gonna do like your school is 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 like a flat pancake what are you gonna do what are you guys gonna do i'm like literally i, I don't know <laughs> we, we don't know um we actually got hired by this organization i think it's a lds organization and 
it it became our job mm-hmm. um and then we're like yeah we just want to get married and they actually did a little bit of fundraising between them to help us get oh, the cool. yeah it was to, so to nice the... to cross the border and get all this stuff That's going cool. and blessings yeah i know like sometimes while you are really under the rubble if you start helping others who are a little bit weaker that might bring a lot of blessings into your life. Yeah, and it helps you kind of forget about some yes. of your problems. Yes, when you're because so you're so focused busy on other people and helping others. Helping, yeah. You tend to forget so about yours. I always say that if we were like, you know, going in our corner and stay into our little zone, never help the people who actually came to help us when we could because we were blessed to be speaking English, right? right? Mm-hmm. Um, none of that would have happened. We would never... Uh, uh, met the uh, meet the Egan family who helped us uh, get here, connect with the Williamson's family, and we'll never made it. You know, we'll and just I never be like, you. I know. How sad would that be? Very, very <laughs> sad. I enjoy knowing you. <laughs> so I know. So it's it's all about get out of your comfort zone and help and mm-hmm. bring people together and. S- ask sometimes we don't know what to do but we can ask like how can i help like if you see something that needs to be done do it and i think that you have in the capacity that you're helping like where you are now you're able to help the people of haiti so much more here i Mm -hmm. think than you would have Mm -hmm. like down there Absolutely. Just because of your skill set and your motivation, and your confidence, and then the yeah. money that you raise, like you're mm-hmm. doing a lot of good for the people there. Yeah, and and what Nine Haitians, later. people people in third world countries, like especially little kids, they they need more of a help to know what to do than a handout for the day. You mm-hmm. know, for example, if uh, this amazing doctor that I met just probably just gave us some money we'd probably just spend it and then yeah. it would be done and that's it. That's all he could do, you know, right? Mm-hmm. So I remember actually he hired us because he was adopting from Haiti. He hired us to teach um, his kids that he was adopting, like, mm-hmm. to prepare them to speak English and, you know, get them help. Yeah. And yeah, and now they're here. Um, so I think when we help and what I do when I, most of the things I raise money for is for education or for, you know, like helping people become more independent and, um, you know, self-reliance or get out of sex slavery. Yes. Sex slavery. And when you do these kind of things, you're like preparing a whole, uh, generation to be like, wow, like I understand what I am capable of right now. Mm -hmm. And, and then they're going to do the same thing. Education is extremely valuable. Oh yeah. Absolutely. To be able Absolutely. to provide that, I'm sure, is extremely satisfying. Oh my gosh! For you. Yes, yes. So it was it was the help that we needed um, to be unstuck, and um, you know, and now that we are like helping back and giving back. So my music yeah. is that's why I, I choose that motto. Um, music for a purpose. Music for a purpose. Yeah. So tell me about your singing a little bit. Like, what's been like the biggest venue that you've ever performed at? Biggest venue I've ever performed at. Oh, recently in January, I sing at the Vivint. The Vivint <laughs> The Vivint Jazz Arena, Arena. The Jazz Arena. So that was like, How I don't did know, that come about? the capacity? 18,000? Oh, I'm sure it's more than that. Well, I don't know. I don't even know. <laughs> well, yeah. Actually, I don't even yeah, know. It's huge. When you're <laughs> actually big. singing in it, it sounds huge. <laughs> yeah. You sang the national anthem, right? Yeah, I did. For how the did you, NBA. How did you get that? Did you? Did the, I auditioned for it. Oh, okay. Yeah, I auditioned for it. Was thinking, there a lot of... Ah, maybe they're not even going to call me back. Because <laughs> they were receiving... A, there was a lot of people and they were online audition. And so even you videos. sometimes doubt yourself? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And sometimes it's not even the doubt. It's sometimes I'm scared for both. Like I'm, I, I would feel like, oh, I suck if they don't call me back. And I would feel like, what if they call me? Oh, my gosh. That's yeah. a big deal. <laughs> yeah. What am I going to do? <laughs> I guess I'm going to have to perform. <laughs> <laughs> exactly so yeah, yeah i do that's sometimes. cool yeah, I, yeah. It, it's i mean it's not i guess it's not surprising because everybody doubts themselves mm-hmm. uh, at one point or another but just the the confidence the strength that you've given me it's hard to think that like somebody like you would oh would yeah we all, doubt we all do talent. i heard uh 
an interview with Celine Dion actually, and she said, "Oh, I get a lot of fright before I go on stage." I'm like, "Still, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah." Wow. She said, "But she said you need that. You need that moment of, you know, you like, you know, that last moment. Okay, I'm walking on that stage yeah, right that, now. That adrenaline. You need it." She mm -hmm. said, "You need it," and that I learned from that. I'm like, "Oh, so that's, I love that's your a, that's a normal thing." I right? love your role models like <laughs> Celine Dion. <laughs> Whitney Houston. Oh, yeah, because you know what? When you want to do something, you really need to research on the people who are actually doing it. Yeah. And I think I told you that. Yeah, you oh, tell me a lot of things. <laughs> yes, probably. But it's a, a lot of my friends things. listening right now, they're like, yep, she told me that. <laughs> you have to go after the people who are actually doing it. Yeah, you, you got to get involved in your community. Mm -hmm. But on the other side of that, I think that it's important to get involved with people that are like-minded like you, ambitious, but maybe in a different industry mm -hmm. so that you can understand more than just your bubble, if that yeah. makes sense. Yeah, it's like a mentorship, but they're naturally not hired to mentor you, but you're seeing, you know, you're seeing the grace, you're seeing what they actually focus on. And most of my mentors, yeah. like people who mentor me, they really into helping others. Mm -hmm. that, that's all it is. Yeah. They're, they're really getting paid to help others. And sometimes we think, oh, musicians are just like, you know, musicians, whatever. <laughs> but can you imagine a world, if there's more good music, there's more people that we're inspired. There's less, you know, people want to do drugs. There's less the yeah. people that we, we, we're needed. Musicians are needed. People who do art, they're needed. You're and we needed all benefit your... from each other. Like, exactly. Absolutely. Music is a huge part of videography. Yes. And right? we all need each other. Yeah. We all do. It's true. You we know? help each other out in different ways. Oh, yeah. And yeah. I went we... to a photo shoot the other day and there was like a group of doctors. Mm -hmm. I'm like, they came for a photo shoot. Why? Because they want to promote their website. They want to promote their uh, new program or mm -hmm. they want to update something on the system, but they need images, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So yeah. we all do need each other. Doctors need them. <laughs> lawyers for headshots. We do. And somebody needs to be listening to this podcast right now. Yeah. Somebody needs this. <laughs> you need this. <laughs> So what about the future? What, where do you see, where do you want your, talk to me about your ambitions with your music or if you have other ones, like, um, do you have anything else you're trying to do? You, just before we started, you talked about writing a book. Yes. <laughs> I wrote the, um, my, I, I finished, I just finished my Be Still album, which I wrote a little uh, workbook with it. It wasn't like a whole book, but it's like a, a self growth book. Uh, journal where you can just journal and attract what you want in your life. But mm -hmm. my big goal, um, what I'm working on right now as a musician that wants to, uh, or singer that wants to uh, help others become do what I'm doing is a learn singing to, program learn online. To sing. mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's just not just singing, but performing. So my program is very uh it has a lot. It's a whole package. So everybody who does it will know how to even open a YouTube, how to be successful oh. on, you know, on um, the listening platforms, the streaming platforms. You should talk about um, IGTV in some of your right? in some of your things because yeah, I think that maybe there's you a might lot be of, a host on my program. There's a lot of singers and stuff on there, and mm -hmm. that's kind of that's getting really really big. It is. It's easier. Big. It's I don't want to say easier, but. I kind of do actually. It's easier to gain traction and an audience on IGTV right now, I think, than YouTube. Than YouTube, yeah. Yeah, because YouTube is a little older and it's just so saturated. Yeah, and then and then I think YouTube also now is more pay to play, like pay. Yeah. You know, Google Instagram is really trying like to. They'll promote if people are really on the platform and putting a lot of work in. Yeah. Instagram is really pushing IGTV. That's good. And That's so they'll, good. if you, you know, you can put your, That's awesome. your singing on there. And That's good. So my program is going to be, my, that's what I'm working on right now. Do you have a lot that, of students? Um, Right now, I have 16 active students, and I have two classes on Saturdays sometimes that have like, you know, 12 students, sometimes yeah. at six, sometimes it's So four, you're building so. A, like a course for them? That's what you're working yeah. on? Well, I'm, I'm building a, I'm kind of like going away from teaching face-to-face -face because the schedule, the time, like yeah. I really don't have time, and I want people to know, to have what I have to offer, so I'm creating an online program where it's, it can go worldwide. You can read a lot, reach a lot and more people, people. Reach a lot more people and I can, you know, shrink my group 
of teaching and to people who only want to produce because I produce my students as well. Oh, okay. Like making music for them and you, you can Do you be go there. to that one studio, like the professional yeah. recording studio with yeah. them? Yeah. Cool. They record and so my program is, is, is not just like learning to just sing. Yeah. You really learn to become a professional performer mm-hmm. and you learn how to actually make money with it. Yeah. You know, let me know if any of those students you have that want to perform need a videographer. Oh yeah. Oh, you already know that. (laughs) You already know that. So that's where I'm at right now. But in the long run, there's going to be a lot of big surprises coming, especially with, uh, my story with JP and we're writing a book. Definitely. (laughs) Okay. And, um, yeah, that's where I'm at. Nice. Yeah. So that's kind of where you see yourself where Marge does use in five years with an online course, writing books, reaching worldwide yes, audience. Yes, and we want to, JP and I want to, um, we are looking into um, sharing our story with the world, doing a lot of speaking, international like speaking. Like motivational and travel. Type Yes, stuff. motivational speaking. And we want to go to Haiti more to do like some big mass uh, yeah. Uh, inspirational events with music and speaking, you know. So you, you're so. wanting to talk about the story of like the earthquake and, and well, coming here. Yeah, we want to come the sto- we want to more talk about um how real our life got mm-hmm. got in our journey um you know becoming parents and just be really marriage, raw and authentic be with really it. Really raw like I all the things that. we had to go through and our that. relationship alone and um financial and how in, in the process, mm-hmm. you know, the process of really getting to a safe and healthy space and in, in life. I love yeah. that. Um, it, are there other audiences that you're trying to reach besides, or trying to help out, I guess, that's in your radar besides Haiti? Um, I am actually, uh, I might be in London this year. Really? So, yeah. Do you need like, a, all the French speaking, I probably. <laughs> All the French speaking area, which is huge in the world, right? Mm-hmm. So we wanna we wanna just you know just reach as there's no limit, right? Yeah. We speak English, we speak French, we speak Creole. We have three languages. Um, so yeah, is Creole anyway. and French similar? Kind of, they're not the same. Is, is, if is, I am speaking Creole right now, someone who speaks French might pick a little a few things. Is it kind of similar to maybe Spanish and Portuguese? No. Uh, I don't know anything. (laughs) (laughs) So they're just completely different languages. They are. They kind of sound a little bit. Haiti is pretty French influenced, isn't it? Oh yeah, we are. We speak French. It's it's the academic language. Okay. Yeah. I won't say anymore because I I feel like I'm going to make myself sound really stupid. (laughs) Listen. Non-culture. Adam Clough is very smart. Everybody listening. (laughs) Don't judge him by whatever he's saying right now. I can't be... (laughs) an expert in everything (laughs) i mean he's a great videographer (laughs) (laughs) thanks well i think that's great i think i think the book the online course Mm -hmm. like speaking i can just imagine you speaking to like even like high school students Mm -hmm. people in high schools going around to different events yeah we're looking into getting a speaking agency so Oh, are you right now? Yeah, yeah, right now. Oh, I love that. There's a really how, good one. In I love Utah. how you're so busy all the time, but you're constantly looking this for more. This is why more I'm, I'm rallying a, an army around me. Yeah. So we are like hiring people right yeah, now. Yeah, so. I love that. Yeah. How do you get like the funds for this type of stuff? Um, God send me funds. <laughs> he opens the windows of heaven. Yes, I do meditation a lot of you know yeah. attracting more money. Yeah, and like you're you're constantly working out. You, you're yeah. you've been going crazy on Instagram and like your social media. You're posting multiple yeah, times a day. I feel right? which is yeah. I know. On your I, I actually did. A, I actually uh, have a social media degree, and our teachers were oh, like yeah, at right. least three times a day. I'm like oh, I don't know about that. That's what they said. Yeah. The thing about like a, a social media, you have to write for the. T- you have to watch for the time though, like the morning, yeah, the afternoon where people are probably like at lunch and checking the phone, and then yeah. the after dinner kind of thing. You but know? the thing about social media is that it, it's like constantly changing. It's That's always true. different. The algorithm is always changing, true. and the That's culture true. around it is, is always different mm-hmm. from year to year. Because it's like true. I listened to an online course like two years ago mm-hmm. from this Instagrammer who was 
I mean, his name is Chris Burkhardt. He's a really huge in, uh, Instagram. He takes a lot of photos all around the world. Mm-hmm. And he was telling his strategy for growing his Instagram. He's like at like 3 million followers. Wow. Which is, I mean, extremely successful. Mm-hmm. But some of the stuff he was saying in his what workshop, kind of like was old like, that's not going to work anymore. Anymore. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's true. Because even though, yeah, until now, I, I still have to be upgraded like almost every month. <laughs> There's something yeah. new, right? It's so the thing. I, you have to stay yeah, consistent. Stay, you have to stay, stay up to date with your, with your education. Yep, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And everything in life. And everything, yeah. A do- doctors, every time there's a new program and they have to learn it and they have yeah. to, you know what I mean? So That was a key point in when I was a firefighter for mm-hmm. Lehigh, well, and, it, and, it, and St. George too, but in order to keep your job every two years, you had to have a certain amount of, they call it continuing education hours. Yes, yeah. Continuing, med- so CME, continuing mm. medical education, because the medical industry is always evolving and changing with new medicine and new technology Mm -hmm. and so as emts and as firefighters we have to stay up to date with all that Mm -hmm. so even just to keep your job you have to yeah your education was that important yeah so i think that as an entrepreneur you we should we should adopt that same mentality like in order to stay current and keep this job we have to stay educated and keep up with the times otherwise you're irrelevant and nothing the stuff you learned back in college isn't going to work anymore that's true so anyway. I tell I tell some some of my friends now people if they just invest and in some you know some podcasts or some uh webinar or you know getting the right mentor they yeah. probably don't even need college. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> yeah. It is because it's you know, nice to have the degree and like yeah, the network that yeah. you create with college. Mm-hmm. There's a place for it, but you're right. There's a there's oh, so yeah. many things you can learn online. Oh, yeah. There's so much more that you can learn that you probably didn't learn in college. That's honestly I mean, I don't probably more applicable. Encourage people to go to college. Like, yeah, yeah, you no, know, I don't please either. go to school. <laughs> but you know, invest also in some good mentorship, some good um, training. You know. Look up Marge Desius online and do her online workshop. And look up uh, Ammon Clough Creative and go to his <laughs> workshops. You know? you know, I need to do an online course, I yes, think. Yes, you do. You do. See, I just inspired him right now, everybody. Did you hear that? I just <laughs> I just clicked something in his brain. <laughs> you just instilled a little bit of ambition in the ambitious host. <laughs> Yeah, I do. I think that an online course would be really good. There's a yes, you could. There's a lot of wedding photographers right now that are doing uh, like a a second shooter course or a mm-hmm. third shooter course where they have a videographer come and follow them oh. during a wedding, and they'll shoot the, you know the wedding, and they'll turn and talk about this is what I'm doing, this is what you should do. Oh yeah, and so they're get, you should do that. They're giving like you should do that. Yeah, you should just you hire a yeah. photographer to film you now filming. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I could, I could do like little, little branches of, of different online courses. Like this is how to do a podcast. This is how to do Do it online. Yep. Go online. I'll try. I want to, I, I have the motivation. It's just like the time, the money and I, and I, and all these are the excuses we give to ourselves. Uh, I know. Do you want to hear my advice now or do you want me to just listen? Okay. Give me your advice. (laughs) I want some advice. (laughs) (laughs) I should have set the scene beforehand. (laughs) This podcast is going to be one where I don't want any of your advice. <laughs> I just want you to listen. <laughs> this is amazing. But yeah. it is because look at you. You have all these stuff. All you really need to get that going is get somebody to film you doing what you're doing right now. Yeah. You know, that's all. It's just like for an, uh, you're right. You're very right. But for like an online course where people are going to be investing time and money, I just want it to be so good that it's worth their time and money that I don't want to just like do something right away without much thought. Well, you don't have to. I mean, I, I don't think that you, the moment you decide that you want to do that, you can just start, you know, filming extra, you know, yeah. have your, you know, your friend, your wife film what you're doing, you know, just, yeah. just collect some content. I need you know? a, I need a community of people. Like yeah. I need more videographers, more friends who are doing what I do. Mm-hmm. Cause right now I feel kind of lonely. <laughs> to be honest don't be lonely okay i'll give you uh, a couple videographers friends i mean i i'm i'm i might be moving to oregon soon oh don't like, <laughs> dropping a bomb on you right now no <laughs> but i have my family all there and I'm, my grandma has a big 
a space for a studio that I could have where I could. Mm-hmm. That's good. I could have my brother. He's really into this, and I have uh, three brothers actually that are interested in this. Kind yeah, of thing. if you have, you really have to. I just need you know for you who, to be cons- for you to be um, to go where you need to go. You really need a good army of people around. Yeah, if and that's you have what I feel an like I'm army lacking. of people that are like discouraging you or saying, "Oh, you can do this," or you know, downplay. Yeah. your dream it's not gonna work right you're so right so you really do if that's what's gonna work for you just do it you know and do it <laughs> thanks marge even though i'd miss you i'll come I visit know. i Anytime mean you all of work. my friends who are doing great things i know i'm gonna miss them but you know i'm like it's good for you you have to go okay <laughs> like bye. camille moving and to I, new zealand <laughs> right it's new zealand <laughs> right? best friend yeah yeah she's switzerland so cool. actually oh switzerland, switzerland. so <laughs> it's good if it's she good, is cool do she's it. She's so good. Yeah, she's like I've seen her. Like if you play haven't, live. if you don't know who Camille Nelson is, you should just go and stalk her on social media. A finger style guitarist is amazing. Yeah, I love that. That like how she slaps the <laughs> she string. slap her guitar <laughs> and amazing. make some good sound out of it. Yeah. I miss her. One of my best um, guitarists that I'm losing. But you know, we, we we'll still do music. Whenever she's here, we're going to the studio. Yeah. Whenever I'm over there, we're going to the studio. Yeah. Well, if you need a videographer when you're over in Switzerland, let me know. I'll, I will. I'll come along. I will. You, you are my band. <laughs> I'm you're just inviting just myself. I'm inserting myself into your life. Please do Quite that. aggressively. <laughs> <laughs> that so, is fine. It's just that I love where you're going. I, I see your potential. And I see what you're going to be. You. I can see it's going to be huge, and so that's why. And there's no I try difference. It's the first. Is the it's the the same thing. You know, it's the yeah. same thing with you. You're not doing anything different from some of my friends who are making six, seven figure in videography and photography right now. There's no difference. Like, Aww. it there is that's no smart. difference. It's true. <laughs> All the the only difference is they just go out there and do it. They focus on it. You know? Yeah, I need to. I need. To, you know? I need that army around me. I need to surround yeah. myself with a, with a, just more like-minded people who know videography, know photography, who can mm-hmm. help me with that yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. You know who I just interviewed? Who? Um, Takulve. Black you Jesus. Did? Yeah. You. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, please don't judge Ammon by what he says. No, I already. He's re- really awesome. <laughs> I already released the episode, and he referred to himself as Black Jesus in what? the episode. Yeah, you How need to listen to How did I not listen to it? I don't know. I, I went will. down to Spanish Fork to his house, and I interviewed him. What's the title of it? Um, music and Therapy with Black Jesus. Yes. I need this in my life. Yeah. That's uh, yeah. two episodes ago. It was a good one. He awesome. talked about his, uh, just like his divorces. Mm-hmm. He's had three yeah yeah he talks about amazing. his yeah he's a he's a marriage th- marriage and family therapist, therapist. Mm-hmm. he works for a high school he's uh what else does he do oh he does a lot of awesome things he's such a great you know a great man in the community for young boys and young black boys and yeah so he's amazing yeah he is he's a great friend and i met him through you he's a great friend i need to get myself to his soul food sunday because he cook food every sunday yeah and, and his cupcakes friends. he makes cupcakes <gasps> Yeah, maybe that's what I'm gonna do this Sunday. Mm-hmm. Do it. I'm gonna be on the salt flats this Sunday. I've got a photo shoot. That sounds wonderful. Hopefully, it's not raining. It's been snowing all day. Yep, Utah needs to be <sighs> to decide. We past this Utah. Decide what you need. What are you doing? <laughs> well, I don't want to take up too much. You have a, a student yeah, coming well, in she, six minutes. So. Yeah, he actually messaged me, so we're good. Yeah, she's, she's coming not, at noon though right she's not coming at noon anymore oh okay yeah that's what that's what i offer i guess i get really flexible with some of my students yeah they have something going on we Good. switch and change you know? well do you have any like anything you want to plug where should people follow you um my i am everywhere online with m-a-r-j-d-e-s-i-u-s which is just my name marge disuse so my facebook my website my everywhere spotify itunes wherever you want to listen to me and definitely on instagram it's just march disease so if you want to follow my uh teaching program it's art of singing with marge on instagram nice i think my favorite song of yours 
is either the Nat Boule song. Nat Boule. Yeah. yeah. Or it's your jam. You filmed that actually, video. That is my favorite one. He filmed that video, everybody. <laughs> that video mm-hmm. was so much fun. And just the energy, the girls, uh, and just the music was yeah. great. Yeah. The dancing, it was, it was really cool. I wrote this song about like JP went out of town for two weeks and I was and JP busy was in doing too. a few things and I just wrote it and I was like, Honey, you singing that here. He's, and he's good. He does a good Steady job. Steady it. <laughs> he did a great job. Is he going to be doing some of his own music? Um, he is looking into it. He has, good. you know, he has some really cool, fun project going on. So, good. Yeah. Cool, Marge. Well, is there anything else you need to, any ambition you need to in, in, uh, inspire my audience, instill in my audience? Um, I just want to tell you all to go for it. Tell yourself the excuses and then have the courage to say that's an excuse, you know, and then go Beautiful. after it and go for it anyway. Beautiful. I love that. And I love you. I love you too. You're the <laughs> best. <laughs> Thank you so Thanks for having me. It was an honor. Thank and you for being on. have a on. great day. You'll have a great night. Thank you everyone for listening to this episode of Ambitious. Before you go, I just wanted to say, if you enjoy this podcast thoroughly or even just a tiny bit, please consider giving your support with a monthly donation as low as $1. If you go to anchor.fm slash ambitious with two M's slash support, you can become a supporter of this podcast. Support from you helps me to interview more people from different places and keep providing you with content that's delicious for your ears. You can give a dollar a month, $5, $10, whatever you choose. And if you do, I, from the bottom of my heart, would feel so incredibly grateful. You can also follow me on Instagram at Clough or on Twitter to stay up to date with all the new and exciting, ambitious projects I have going on. My website is ammonclough.com. You can go there to see my pricing, some more of my professional work, I do weddings, I do couples photos, I do single person photos, I do corporate video work, landing videos for small companies. I do a lot. So go check that out. If you need something, let me know. Be sure to check the show notes for this podcast to see any additional information for this episode. Anyway, thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. It was so great to be in your ear holes. I love you and I'll talk to you again soon.